Welcome to From God's Heart to Mine. Thanks for joining me as we aim to draw nearer to God every day. Ephesians 5 verse 1 tells us to be imitators of God as dear children. Our purpose as children of God is to imitate our Father, to be like God. Now, everybody tries to imitate God in some way, whether they realize it or not. Some people try to imitate God's power. They want to be able to do anything and accomplish anything. Others try to imitate God's authority. They want to have complete control over their lives and sometimes the lives of everyone around them. Others try to imitate God's justice. They want to be the ones to make everything right, right every wrong. Still others try to imitate God's sufficiency. They want to be completely enough within themselves that they need no one and nothing else. Now, none of us can truly imitate God in any of those ways. So what does Paul mean when he tells us to imitate God? It's clear from the context that Paul is talking about imitating the heart of God. In Ephesians 4, beginning in verse 31, I think we start to see a few ways in which we should imitate God's heart and how we can have hearts that are like God's heart. First thing is that to imitate God's heart, we must turn our hearts in the right direction. Ephesians 4 verse 31 describes a path that worldly hearts will go down in their relationships. In Ephesians 4.31, Paul says, Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And that isn't just a random list of, of different things Paul was thinking of that describe bad relational environments and fighting and anger. There's actually a progression to it when we look at the words that Paul used. Bitterness refers to inner feelings of ill towards someone else. It's this reaction I have when someone has wronged me or done something I don't like, and I allow that feeling to stay in my heart. I, I give that feeling a place to live inside my heart where I develop this bitterness towards someone else. Well, that leads to the next word, translated in the New King James as wrath, which refers to inner feelings of intense displeasure. So it's not just this lasting bitterness in my heart towards someone else, but I am intensely displeased, disappointed with someone else on the inside. The next word, translated anger, refers to a visible expression of intense displeasure. So now it's not just building up inside me toward this other person, but now they can look and they can see it on my face. They can see how I feel. It becomes visible that I'm angry. Well, that leads to the next word, clamor, which refers to a verbal expression of quarreling or arguing and fighting. Now, I, they can't just see that I'm angry with them, but now I'm going to argue with them. Now I'm go we're going to have a fight, clamor. Well, then there is evil speaking. That's the verbal expression of ill will, 
or I'm not just expressing my anger and arguing and fighting over something they did, but now I am specifically saying things that wish ill upon someone else. And then the last word in the verse is malice. And that is the total character of hatred or viciousness toward other people. It's aggressive. And you see the progression? What started as just a feeling of ill, disappointment, or displeasure with what someone else did builds and builds inside until it's expressed. We fight, we argue, and it ends up in hatred. That's a path that evil hearts can go down. Don't let your heart go down that road. You have to turn your heart in the right direction, away from the building up of this bitterness and anger and evil will toward others. Let all that be put away from you, Paul says. Then, second, to imitate God's heart, we must use our hearts to make the right decisions. Verse 32, Paul says, be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Instead of that bitterness and wrath and anger and where it builds from there, choose kindness. Make yourself useful to the people around you by doing things that benefit them and serve them. Choose compassion, tender-heartedness. Be considerate and caring toward others. Choose forgiveness. Be gracious and favorable to others, even when they have done you wrong. Paul says that's what God has done for us in Christ. And it's the very next verse in the book when he says, therefore, be imitators of God as dear children. But there's one more thing I want us to see. To imitate God's heart, we must show our hearts with the right actions. Paul continues in Ephesians 5 verse 2, and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. Paul says walk in love. That word walk indicates an action, something that we do. Love requires action, not just the word, not just the claim of loving someone else. We have to show our hearts, and that's what God has done for us. That's what Christ did for us in loving us when he gave himself for us. It was sacrificial, selfless love. But you notice what Paul says? Christ's giving himself for us was also an offering and sacrifice to God. Showing love to others is a way of giving our hearts to God, who is love. We've talked about how God's word reveals his heart. You know that some people will never read the Bible on their own? Does your life communicate the heart of God accurately to them? When you pray today, ask God to help you become more like him in heart, pure, gracious, and loving. Thanks for listening to this episode of From God's Heart to Mine. I'm Caleb Griffith. You can send me a message on any platform, and I'll include you in my prayers today. Open your heart today to pursue God's heart and try to show his heart.
to others.